Hey everyone and welcome to Baby Making Purgatory. My name is Chelsea Simpson and I am so glad that you're here. I want to start off by acknowledging that yeah we missed a couple of weeks of episodes here recently. Our family has been going through a lot of stuff lately and it just wasn't conducive with recording a podcast. So I apologize for anyone who needed to wait on continued episodes but you know you have to make sure that everybody in your own home is good first before you put out into the world and we just needed some time as a family unit and now we're back today we're just going to take some time and we're going to talk about finding the joy getting that joy back in your life without thinking about trying to conceive so much that it just bogs down your brain and thinking about trying to expand your family so much that you just you wake up in anxiety and sweat and especially when you're in this place such as purgatory where you can't do anything about it physically right now anyway. The thing is when you take a break from trying to conceive whether that means that you're doing so for your mental health or you're doing it because you have to take a break like your spouse is out of town or your partner is waiting on test results for something and you are missing cycles in between. Those are all reasons why you're physically not trying to expand your family right now. But that doesn't take away from that mental headspace that we all get in. It can just be extremely difficult to get out of that headspace where you're constantly thinking about it and putting that stress on yourself, especially when you're in a place that you can't move forward right now because that might actually even be putting more stress on you as you are trying to navigate this path. We are going to talk about six ways today. Six ways that you can try to bring back some joy and stop thinking about your fertility 24-7 and get out of your head. While you may still be planning for the future of getting out of purgatory by doing things like cycle tracking or even keeping up on the functional side of things with your nutrition and your sleep, those kind of things, or even still going to some doctor's appointments, what we want to do is eliminate these unnecessary stressors that cause you to think about your fertility 24-7. So first off at number one, it's a big one, a huge one in you know 2022 as I'm recording this. Try snoozing social media content that has anything to do with fertility, trying to conceive, babies, pregnancy, all of those things. If you're on Facebook, you can actually unfollow pages that talk about these topics. If you're on Instagram, you can hide certain posts based off of keywords. And I believe you might be able to do the same thing with Twitter as well. Social media is a minefield and it can send us into a spiral that we never expected to go into that day. And so by unfollowing, unsubscribing to things, or just snoozing things for a little while, you're eliminating that chance that you'll open up your phone and you'll see something that'll send you into Google for four hours. The second thing on our list is to let your loved ones that kind of know about your journey let them know that you need some space from this topic right now it's common for people who care about you deeply to check in on you and see how things are going especially if you're seeing a fertility doctor 
they might want to know how things are going in that department and they might need to know what kind of support you need right now. So letting them know that this is a topic that you would just rather not discuss at this time up front could save you on the back end of having some uncomfortable conversations and make that a more safe space for you at this time. Number three is to take back a lost joy. Pick up an old hobby, something that you've cast aside in recent months or years. For me, that could be like a million things. I've done jewelry before, I've done embroidery, I've done painting, and all of those things bring me a lot of joy, but I found, you know, for one reason or another that they I let those hobbies go and don't have time for them. This would be a really great time to pick something like that back up that you know has brought you joy before and could bring you joy again. And on that note, number four is to try something new. Pick up a new hobby. Try a new sport or try hanging out at a new spot with your friends or your spouse or your partner, you know, on date nights or something. Create new rituals, new things that bring you joy and that you anticipate throughout the week. For number five, you know, we're talking about bringing some of that romance back into your relationship. Trying to conceive can be really taxing on a romantic relationship around intimacy because no matter how you are trying to get pregnant, that involves your reproductive organs or someone's reproductive organs in your relationship. So it's natural for things to start to feel kind of methodical instead of spontaneous and fun. So in these cycles where you're not proactively trying to conceive, this could be a great opportunity to bring back the romance in your relationship. This one might not necessarily be the right fit for everybody and that's okay. A lot of times sexual relationships have a deep connection with that idea and ideal of building a family. So if that's the case for you, that's okay. There are other ways you can try to lean into romance in your relationship without going the distance of making that uh, goal sexual in nature. It could be just working on intimacy on you know, an emotional level too. As we know, trying to conceive is not only taxing on our physical relationship with our partner, but is taxing on our emotional relationship with them too. So all in all with this one, it's really just about nurturing that relationship, whether that's on the physical side, the emotional side, or both. If you think this is an area where you could really find some joy, then go for it. And finally, at number six, kindle a friendship with someone who has no idea about your fertility struggles. There's really something to be said about having a relationship with someone, some kind of friendship or even if it's surface level, like a coworker or whatnot, that you really enjoy talking to throughout the day. There's something magical about talking to someone who has no idea of all of the bad shit going on in your life, all of the stressful shit going on in your life, and you guys can just talk about the most basic things. 
if you've got a coworker who's like your best friend at work and they don't know anything about you trying to conceive, then this might be the time to really, you know, dig dig into that friendship and lean into it when you're starting to feel overwhelmed and stressed. You might find that your friend who lives four states away is your best friend while you're in purgatory because you can just send mindless TikToks or memes to each other and talk about stupid things and it makes you feel better. So as a recap, we'll go over these again. You know, number one, try to snooze that social media content that talks about fertility or pregnancy or anything that might get you in that negative headspace. Number two, let your loved ones know that you need space from this topic. Number three, take back a lost joy, something fun that you used to do, and bring it back into your life. Number four, find something new that you love. Take this as an opportunity to reach out and try new things. Number five, bring romance back into your relationship, whether that's on an emotional level, a physical level, whatever feels right to you. This is a great time to kindle that. And speaking of kindling, number six, this is a great opportunity for you to kindle those relationships with people who know nothing about your journey. And you can just bask in the mindless memes and TikToks and all the things surface level that give you little bits of joy throughout the day. Thank you so much for listening in today, guys. This was a fun one to do and something that I have needed personally in my life lately. So I'm definitely going to be taking my own advice here and trying to figure out which of my 70,000 hobbies I'm going to resurface. And um, and hopefully I won't make too big of a mess in the garage finding my old craft supplies. But sometimes you have to dig four years deep into plastic totes to find what you need. I hope you can use some of this information and these suggestions in your life here in purgatory and that it helps just release some of that tension through the day for you and bring back joy into your life while you're waiting here in lovely little purgatory. As always, my information is in the show notes. If you ever need anything, I am always open to talk. You can hit me up on Instagram in my DMs or contact me through my website or my email. All are available below in the show notes. And if you ever feel like you need extra support through this or even when you get out of purgatory and go back to your journey of trying to conceive, please don't hesitate to find that support for yourself. I am an available option. I love supporting people through their journeys, but also look at all of your options out there and find someone who really resonates with you. That is the most important thing about finding a support person when you're going through something as intimate as fertility or trying to conceive or even trying to conceive after loss. You have to be able to connect with that person. And I hope that I would be able to connect with you. That would be wonderful. But if I don't, that's okay. And I'm happy to refer you to a number of people if you are looking for someone to be your constant through this. So you can hit me up. We can chat. I can connect you with other people. Whatever I can do to help you through your journey, I'm here for you. I hope you all have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you soon.